0: investing in your 20s versus investing in your 50s? Why would you even think about investing when you're young? Because you still have your whole life ahead of you. You're not thinking about investing. You're not thinking about retirement. You just want to live your life and have fun. You might want to buy the latest video games or even the newest sneakers. And you might also be scared to start investing because you don't know where to start. The investing world is big and confusing and you might need some help. However, when you start thinking about retirement, the younger you are when it comes to planning your retirement, the easier it's going to be to actually hit your retirement goal. For example, when I was in my early 20s, I worked at a retail store, and this is one of my first jobs that I had. So the company that I worked at had a 401k representative come through in order to talk about retirement and have employees ask questions about their 401k, their retirement, and any other miscellaneous questions they might have. Now, I went into that meeting and I looked around and I noticed that I was the only young person in that whole meeting. So I was in my early 20s and everybody else was in their mid to late 50s and up, which surprised me because even at a young age, I was already thinking about, OK, what do I need to do in order to be able to put myself in a position where I'm already financially free, and I would be able to retire early and just live the life that I want to live. That was my whole mindset. But all the young people that I worked with did not have that mindset. They were focused on buying the latest materialistic things such as headphones, new iPhones, and the list goes on. So if you're already thinking about retirement at a young age, you're way ahead of your peers. Now the people that were in their 50s in the meeting, they felt defeated because they felt that it was too late for them to start investing for retirement. But even at that age, you can still catch up. It's going to take more effort, but you can still work on your retirement. Everyone's investing journey is going to be different. But on average, if you're younger, when you start to invest, you'll be able to take more risk. You'll be able to invest in equities or even securities such as stocks, that have historically been able to provide a better rate of return than, for example, fixed income assets like bonds. When you're young, you can invest 80 maybe even 90% in stocks. But the older you get, and when you start hitting your 50s, you want to make that pivot and that switch and start to invest in more fixed income assets, such as bonds, annuities, maybe even dividend-paying stocks. A good method to use in order to figure out how much of your investment portfolio needs to be in a fixed income asset is to use the John Bogle method. That's an easy method to use. All you need to do is take your age, which will represent the percentage of what you need to have in fixed income assets. So if you're 25, you only need to have 25% in fixed income assets and then 75% can be in high risk high reward stocks. Of course, you can play around with this number. Maybe you want to have less than 25% in a fixed income asset. You might only want to have 20%. That's perfectly fine, but just use the John Bogle method to figure out on average how much you need to have invested percentage-wise in fixed income assets. And even when you're older, above 50 or 60, you still need to have a portion of your investment portfolio in stocks because you still want that rate of return that stocks can give you compared to fixed income assets. The biggest benefit that you have when you start investing at a young age is that you have a long timeline in order to build and grow your wealth. Because if you start investing at a young age, your capital, your money, can compound for you. So the money that you invest, even if you start out by investing a small amount of money on a frequent basis, that money is able to compound. When it comes to your capital compounding in the stock market, there's three ways this happens. It happens with capital gains, interest, and dividends. With capital gains, any money that you've invested in the stock market has the potential to gain in value, which is also called a unrealized capital gain. Now the second one, interest. So if you invest in a fixed income asset, such as a bond, you'll get interest payments on a frequent basis. And then the last one, dividend payments. So dividends that you do get from dividend paying companies, those are going to be reinvested in order to buy more shares of stock. So those three methods of compounding your money in the stock market, that's what's going to make it able for you to invest a little bit of money and your money just compounds and allows you to build wealth. For example, let's say you graduated from college and you started working and you already invested, let's say $2,000 in a 401k. And the company that you work at also gives you an employer match. You have $2,000 invested at the age of 24 and then every single month you invest $1,000, which is doable with an employer match. When you hit the age of 50, you'll be a millionaire if you can get a rate of return of around 8%. Now, if you're at the age of 40, And you still want to be a millionaire by age 50. If you take the same metrics by looking at a rate of return of 8% and you have $2,000 invested in your 401k, you will have to invest close to $5,500 a month just to be a millionaire by age 50. Starting at 24 allows you to invest less because like I said, your money compounds. But if you start investing at a later age, you're going to have to catch up. Of course, in your situation, you might not start to invest at the age of 24 and you might not even have close to a thousand dollars to invest every single month. Everybody's situation is going to be different. But one thing that is important is that you have a investing goal. Because when you start investing, you don't just want to invest just for the sake of investing. You do need to have a goal. Are you investing for retirement? Are you investing for a house? Are you investing just so you can buy a new car? Depending on what your goal is, That's also going to determine where you need to park your money. Investing in the stock market is a long-term investment, so 10 plus years. That's how you need to look at it. But let's say you just want to save up some money for a car or even for a down payment on a house. There are other vehicles out there that you can use. For example, it might just be better to park your money that you are saving to buy a car. It might be better to put that in a savings account or a money market account. Or a certificate of deposit. But when it comes to investing, try to stay away from the mindset of thinking that it should happen fast because investing is a slow process. Yes, you will hear stories of people becoming millionaires at an early age by just investing, but more than likely they started at a young age and they were consistent with investing a big portion of their salary. It is doable to become a 401k millionaire. You just have to run the numbers in order to figure out how much you need to invest in order to become a 401k millionaire. The stock market is not predictable, of course, but you can look at historical data and, for example, look at the rate of return over the years to figure out and plot how much you need to invest and how long it will take for you to become a millionaire when it comes to investing in the stock market. Another thing that's interesting about investing when you're young or even old It's your free time and your investing knowledge. If you're younger, more than likely you don't have the knowledge when it comes to investing in different types of securities. This knowledge comes with time, of course. Time, experience, making mistakes. It's all going to happen. It's something that you need to take in stride and something that you need to learn from. Look at your failures, not as mistakes, but as a learning process. If you're younger, you might have some free time to try, for example, day trading or even options trading. But when you're older, you might not want to participate in high-risk, high-reward ways of trying to make money in the stock market. And especially when you're older and you're close to retirement age or you're already retired, you don't want to stress over your capital or your money and the value of it going up and down. You want a steady stream of income that you can rely on. So fixed income assets, like I said, will play a major role. Even if you can do anything outside of the stock market, For example, if you have a rental property through real estate, or even if you have a business that provides you a stable, consistent income every month, that's what you need to be building towards in your younger years. And when I think of the future when it comes to investing, definitely investing in the stock market is still going to be the best option. But in the world that we live in now, especially with crypto, I can also see crypto playing a major role in the future in how people will construct their portfolio. So currently, you might have some stocks, some bonds, you might even have some commodities. But going into the future, I can definitely also see people and even companies adding more currencies like crypto investments into investment portfolios. Now, of course, anything that you do when it comes to investing, there's risk involved, especially in the crypto market. So definitely crypto will be something that you need to pay even more attention to as it's a lot more volatile than even some of the stocks that you can purchase in the stock market. Now, if you're a lazy investor, if you're more of a set it and forget it type of investor, you don't want to log in and constantly pay attention to how your stocks are performing or how your index fund, ETF, or mutual funds are performing. If you work at a company that also offers a 401k, More than likely, you can invest in a target date fund. A target date fund is a retirement fund that automatically rebalances itself the closer it gets to the retirement age. So every target date fund has a retirement age. So if it's XYZ target date fund, 2065, that means that 2065 would be your retirement age. So when you start investing in this fund now, it's going to be a lot more aggressive with investing in high risk stocks, for example, but this portfolio is automatically rebalanced every single year. And then of course the closer it gets to 2065 is gonna go from a more aggressive portfolio to a more conservative portfolio. Now, some target date funds, once they hit that retirement age, they either stop rebalancing But there are some target date funds that still rebalance after that retirement age. Make sure to double check the target date fund that you're investing in, if it's one that does rebalance after the retirement age or if it doesn't. And of course, for this privilege of laziness, because you just invest in it and you don't have to touch it because everything is being done for you. For this privilege, you can expect a higher expense ratio because there is a fund manager that actively rebalances the target date fund, which you will be paying for. Also, if you want to invest in a target date fund, make sure that that's 100% of your investment portfolio. Because if you're going to be introducing other securities besides that target date fund, you're going to mess with your asset allocation. Your asset allocation pretty much telling you how much money or the percentage of money is allocated to a specific investment, whether it might be stocks, bonds, crypto, commodities, art. So how soon should you start investing? Of course, there's no right or wrong age when it comes to investing, but the sooner the better. Because like I mentioned earlier, if you start investing at a young age, you have all that time ahead of you for your money to compound and build you wealth. Also, you don't want to put off investing. Because before you know it, months will go by, years, even potentially decades. And you'll be wondering where did all that time go. Especially if you start making money and you don't invest, you look back throughout the years and you're going to try to figure out, wait a minute, I've made all this money. What did I actually spend it on? When you start investing at a young age, a good way to look at it is that You will be able to make time work in your favor because the older we get, the faster time seems to be going. But if you start investing at a young age, you can actually have that time work in your favor. Now, on the flip side of that coin, you might be saying to yourself, I'm way too old to start investing. So, same thing like I said with thinking that you're too young to start investing, you're never too old to start investing because if there's a company that you work at and that company offers a 401k and you also have access to an IRA, you have a higher contribution limit if you're above the age of 50, also called the catch-up contribution limit. This allows you to invest even more than the current limit just to catch up and allow you to grow your investments potentially at a faster rate. Now, let's say that you're very young. You're under the age of 15, but you still want to invest. What you need is a custodial account set up for you. A custodial account can be set up by your parent or a adult supervisor. They're able to open up a custodial account with any of the big-name investment firms that we know of, such as Ally. Are you tired of feeling lost in the world of trading and investing? Get informed and inspired with the Talking Trading Podcast. I'm Louise Bedford, and I'll help you navigate the markets like a pro, Tune in each week and subscribe now at talkingtrading.com.au or on your favourite podcast app. Or check out the link in the show notes. Talking Trading, this is how traders excel. DD Ameritrade, E-Trade, etc. Once you have that custodial account set up, always invest with your parent or your legal guardian because especially when you're at a young age you do want adult supervision when it comes to investing if you're an older investor or an investor that's already retired you might be invested in dividend-paying stocks but if you're a young investor should you invest in dividend-paying stocks because dividend-paying stocks don't grow as fast as let's say a growth stock which has a higher rate of return even for a younger investor of course Invest in dividend-paying stocks because if you're young and you're just starting out investing, it's not always about seeing how much money you can make. It's also a learning process. And you want to know the ins and outs of some of the securities that are available to you. And of course, what you want to do is not put all your eggs in one basket. So don't put all your investment money in dividend-paying stocks in this case. But make sure that you do have a few dividend-paying stocks or even a dividend index fund or dividend ETF in your portfolio. And if you happen to find out that you do like dividend investing, then you can always take it to the next level and start doing some fundamental analysis in order to analyze dividend paying companies like a value investor would do it. So the mindset that I want you to keep in mind is to start investing at a young age, if possible, and then invest any amount that you can, even if it's a couple of dollars here or there, because your money will compound. And then the closer you get to your retirement age and the older you get, That's when you can switch from being more high-risk, investing in high-risk stocks, to becoming more conservative by investing in fixed-income assets. And then once you hit that retirement age, you can dibble and dabble a little bit. Maybe you still want to invest in high-risk stocks, or maybe you just want to stay conservative and be focused on fixed-income assets only. Let's talk about the five tips on how to get rich by investing in the stock market. Because let's face it, Who doesn't want to get rich by investing in the stock market also you have all these different avenues that you can make money in such as real estate or even crypto but the stock market is still one of the best options and one of the easiest options to start to build your wealth so the first thing you have to think about the first tip is setting a goal because it's extremely easy to just start investing without having a goal because that's how I started investing I just started spending money buying different shares buying different stocks and I had no specific goal. I just jumped in because I wanted to learn how the stock market worked. But after purchasing a few shares of stock, I quickly noticed that I actually need to have a specific goal when I'm investing in the stock market. Even if I look at my dividend portfolio, I had a specific goal for my dividend portfolio. My goal was to be able to generate at least $2,000 to $3,000 in dividend income per year. That's the foundation. And anything on top of that is going to build on top of that foundation every single year my dividend income grows i get dividend payments and then also the dividend payments that the companies do pay out they grow those faster than inflation so i have that snowball effect working for me where i'm getting the dividend but then i'm also able to increase my income if you think about a goal a goal is nothing more than a path to success let's say you get out of the house and you take a taxi your taxi cap is going to want to know Where is he or she supposed to bring you if you say okay i want to go downtown now your taxi driver has a goal they have a specific location that they need to go to after you've set up your goal now you need to know the steps that you need to take in order to achieve that goal so let's say you have a goal of having a million dollar or even two million dollar investment account that's your particular goal and now let's say you want to hit that goal by age 40. the next step is to plan out your goal So you can plan out the years that you still have in order to achieve your million to $2 million investment account. And you can also figure out what your rate of return needs to be on average every single year in order to hit your goal. And then you can also figure out how much you need to invest on a frequent basis using dollar cost averaging in order to hit that specific goal. So setting a goal is of the utmost importance. Tip number two on how to get rich by making money in the stock market that you need to start investing in securities that can help you grow your wealth fast now investing in the stock market has a lot of risk associated with it so how stocks performed in the past might not be an excellent indicator of how those stocks will perform in the future but that's something that we do look at we can look at how stocks etfs index funds or even mutual funds have performed in the past and based on that performance Try to predict how it will perform in the future. If you want to grow your wealth fast in the stock market, a good place to start is by investing in ETFs. The reason why you want to invest in ETFs is because ETFs are a passive way of investing. So you don't have to do all the fundamental analysis to make sure that you're investing in the right stocks or even the right fixed income assets with an ETF. You get immediate diversification depending on the ETF that you purchase. One of the good ETFs that you can take a look at is the VOO, which is the Vanguard S&P 500 Index Fund ETF. With this ETF, you're automatically diversified in the 500 biggest companies in the U.S. And then if you apply dollar cost averaging, you're constantly buying more shares in that specific ETF. Just focusing on buying shares in this ETF, for example, of course, you have other ETFs that also perform well, but particularly looking at the FOO, you can worry about making more money that you can invest in that ETF. So you don't have to worry about analyzing the individual stocks. All you have to do in the outside world is focusing on making more money that you can then invest in different ETFs that are able to grow your wealth fast and make you rich. And of course, tip number three, make sure that you're investing in tax efficient accounts. Nothing is worse than investing your hard-earned money, seeing it grow, and then having to pay a boatload of taxes on your wealth. That's why you have to pay attention to which accounts you actually open and invest with. Any traditional brokerage account, you can expect to pay taxes depending on how you trade and buy and sell shares. If, for example, you look at a 401k, or even a Roth 401k, with a traditional 401k, you invest with pre-tax money so you invest your money before taxes are taken out and your money is able to grow but then at that point when you hit retirement age and you take some income out of your investments that's when you're going to get taxed on the other side of the coin if you look at a rot ira you're actually investing with after-tax dollars so your taxes are already paid and then the money that's left that's the money that you invest in the stock market this money however, grows tax-free but the thing that you have to think about with a traditional 401k your money is going to be able to grow faster and then when tax time comes you're more than likely in a lower tax bracket but then with the Roth IRA you're already taking a chunk of your taxes out of it and then investing with the remainder of your income and then it grows tax-free but everybody's situation is different so you have to figure out which situation would work for you better Do you want to have a traditional 401k or even a traditional IRA, have it grow and then have the taxes taken out when you hit that retirement age? On the flip side, with the Roth, you're investing with after-tax dollars and during retirement age, if you still see yourself potentially being at a higher tax bracket, that might be a better option for you. So it's all about weighing the options, but definitely pay attention to tax-efficient investment accounts. And tip number four is having the right mindset when it comes to investing. And the right mindset when it comes to investing is all about consistency. Everybody nowadays has shiny object syndrome, which pretty much means people are scatterbrained. One day, they want to invest in the stock market. Then the next day, they hear about crypto, so they want to jump on the crypto bandwagon. Then they switch over and then they want to do real estate. Then they want to start a new YouTube channel or they switch it up again and they wanna start a small business. When it comes to the right mindset, you just wanna focus on investing consistently, making sure that you have that goal, tip one, and then executing till you hit your goal. Having the right mindset when it comes to investing, it's not something fun, it's not something sexy, it's actually pretty boring, but boring and consistency will lead to you becoming rich and building your wealth. And tip number five on getting rich from investing in the stock market, It's a little bit outside of the box thinking, but you need to start investing for your kids, for your little ones, any family members that are growing up now. Because think about it. How awesome would it be if your parents or even your grandparents already had a investment account for you set up? And then when you're of age, you take ownership of that account and you just continue the investing process. That would put you ahead of all of your peers. Even when I look at my little niece and my little cousin, I went ahead and I bought them their first share of stock, both in Coca-Cola and Disney, which will already start the process of them thinking about investing. So, yes, I'm investing for them right now. And then when they're old enough, when they are an adult, they'll be able to take ownership. their investments and of course like i said this is also a great way of getting kids involved in the stock market because the school is not going to teach them how to invest more than likely their friends are not going to tell them the best way to start investing it needs to come from somebody just like yourself who is actually interested in investing and is currently actually working on buying investments buying etfs mutual funds index funds and working on building your wealth The knowledge that you do gain along the way, that's the knowledge that you can pass down. And even if you do not want to go the route of buying individual shares of stock, you can always open a custodial account and be the legal guardian and adult supervisor of that custodial account, which you will be able to use to invest for your kids or for any family members. And then they'll be able to take it over once they come of age. So yes, this was a quick one on the five tips on how to get rich by investing in the stock market. Let me know if you like this topic. Also make sure you leave a comment in the comment section on some of these tips that you're actually already implementing. Definitely subscribe and like this video and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Now, if you enjoy my content on stock market investing, then be sure to follow my podcast and check out my show notes below for exclusive premium content that will take your investing to the next level. In the show notes, I also link to my books, my Instagram so you can follow me, and my YouTube channel. I'll catch you in the next episode.